Hello and welcome to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm Global Val here. Diamond Dave's here. How's it doing, Dave? Okay, well, so much going on that it's hard to keep my eye up and keep up with it. For sure, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about what's happening there at Standing Rock. I'm talking about what's happening here with the folks who have received notice that since we are the horrifying, uh, what the 36 dead in Oakland, People living in the collective spaces are being uh, the inspected faces are being inspected. There's a special task force that's come together here in San Francisco. We're going to be inspecting those face spaces. So I know people are getting ready because people would like to stay there. I know I would to stay there. I'm not hearing anything out of those microphones. Okay. Sorry. Well, we're hearing something. Hey, folks. Hey, folks. It's so good to be back. It's good to be so here good on the planet. Hey, Val, it's so good to be here with you here at Mutiny Radio with the Common Thread Collective. Yeah. And uh, uh, there's been a lot happening, which I'm talking to. I hope uh, people will be coming in to lend a hand and giving their view of things because that's the way it works with the Common Thread. We cast that wide net and that find that Common Thread and let uh, life flourish right here, being heard around the planet on the Internet here at Mutiny Radio. Is that right, Val? That's right, and and we have been for a long time now, Dave. Well, quite some time. Yeah, you and I have been doing the show together. Um, I I started doing it, you know, every week in 2011, when and Douglas and Douglas and I were doing we're tag team for a while. Oh, I remember. We love Douglas, um, and uh, wish him well. We do wish him well. We wish he would hang out with us more. But yeah, so it's been a, it's been a long time, and but this is this has been a pretty big year, and I think we've got the today and maybe one more show of the year next Friday. Okay, so let's uh, have this uh, Val and everybody out there. Let's make nine, uh, nine, next Friday a special show. Yeah. In other words, it's a good time to come in, give us your take, either through song, spoken word, or just give us your take. And where we go for here and what's it all about. That's right. We have what's happening with the folks at Standing Rock. Hopefully Feather a call because she's been holding out. She's holding out. She's planning to stay there for the winter. And it'd be good to hear from her as to what they're doing in this North Dakota winter. On the prairie, the wind's rushing across the ferry, 30 miles an hour, 20, but 20 below, 20 below weather sometimes. And how they're going okay, winterize themselves. They've been working on that, uh, staying warm, but they fully intend to stay to see that it's go through and that, they, uh, that, the, that, the, that the fact that the pipeline company has been stopped temporarily. Yep, temporarily. And temporarily, and to see that they're, they're in court attempting to want to continue drilling under the Missouri River. All that's happening. So hopefully we can hear from here, her and maybe find some of her. She told me she had uh, a lot of stuff on Facebook we might be able to find as well. And also here, since that hor- horrifying fire, 36 dead, people are living in the collective, uh, the, the collective warehouses, yeah. living kind of under the radar, uh, are, going to, are emerging because a task force has come up. They have a pretty good idea where we live, and they're going to come up and, uh, and, and inspect and so that's going to be happening, too. We'll talk a bit about that. And so people, hey, out there, hey, folks, out there, you're welcome to call. The number is 415-550-0511 to give us your take on things. And next week, Val, let's try to make it really special, as we better do, to, to, to uh, 2016 and uh, get ready doing what we do as we enter the age of Trump. 
Yikes. But yes, that's uh, that's what we do, right? We keep moving forward, uh, keep hopping along that road of life, and uh, hopefully find friends along the way. And that's what we do here on the Common Thread Collective, and we're we're just so pleased to be able to be here in the Mission District in San Francisco every Friday uh, to exercise free speech, to have a space for community. Uh, where, as Dave said, poets, musicians, activists, friends, travelers are all welcome to to come up and uh, and be a part of it. Everyone's welcome. That includes almost everybody here as we begin to be. Um, do you? Have, I think we're going to play Ubi, are you? Oh, we could play Ubi. Actually, I, I oh, pulled up. Oh, let's play this. Now, this is an old, old friend of mine from Chicago, uh, Jin B, Latina's sister, and she's been up there in that north country in Humboldt doing what she does, but she she's uh, she'd play music here. Remember my B-Day a couple years ago? We see yeah. her playing did some beautiful stuff. She but did. here she is. We just got, I just got this. Here she is. She said that. What did she say about this song? She says, Dear friends, the old songbird is at it again. I'd like to offer you a song me and Mick wrote under the Milky Way. Or was it at the Love Shack in California? The song has taken an interesting journey and evolution of in- inclusion and stripping the binary. Well, let's strip the binary and cast that wide net and find one another. Welcome to the Common Thread Collective Collective on the Air. Take it away, Jen B. It's a different 
Jin Bean. <laughs> Jin Bean. So that was, yeah, she was singing Ticket to Ride, Love is Blind. Uh, you know, loving no matter no matter who that person may be. Yeah, and I've known Jin Bean. I've known various partners barriers. of hers. And there, there she's, and, uh, and here he be. Hey, Tyler's here. Tyler Tipica Right on with and friend. Tyler too. Maybe there's Tipica New. And Tyler, too, coming through. Look, he's getting ready. He's taking a look at his smile. So good to see you, brother. Come on in and bring your friend, too. Introduce her to the rest of us. Yeah. And now, I, I, I'm not sure if those, actual, those microphones were not really doing anything no, before. Oh, I do hear you a little bit. Oh, you got the magic touch, Tyler? That well, we knew that. Diamond <laughs> And this be Valerie. <laughs> and we're the Common Thread Collective. And Tyler is very much part of it. And uh, so grab a chair. Sure. Have a and join us. So I'm the mama of Tyler. <laughs> what? I'm his mother. You're his mother. You're his oh, mom. Wow. This is your mom. you got a young looking mom. Oh, oh my goodness. Spoiled it. I was going to drop it on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome. You have an amazing son. So enthusiastic about creativity. It's already. Uh, oh, no problem. We're just getting things. So uh, we're just rolling along right now, trying to see what's going on. So you, so uh, welcome. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> what are you? What are you two uh, lovely people up to this afternoon? Well, this one here is visiting from LA, um, and uh, I don't know, just you know, hanging out. Just well, hanging out, hanging in right here. Glad to be here and uh, uh, join us. This uh, was her first time in the Mission District. She okay. thought that she was in downtown L.A. for a second. <laughs> really? Have you, taken, have you been a while? Did you take her a walk down 24th Street? <laughs> Go down. We'll take a walk down 24th Street. There's two really good bookstores there. Adobe Books uh, and uh, Alley Cat. They had an amazing event last night at Alley Cat for the, uh, for the UC... Uh, uh, I know the state SF State College uh, literary magazine called Fourteen Hills, and so all the uh, enthusiastic young spoken word people were there. Cool. And I came in. I was walking in the rain, and the song came to me. And I said, I got, as I was coming in, I'm hearing it, Jerry Garcia Band, just walking in the mission in the rain, like I've done so many times before. Somebody called my name. Turned my back neck when somebody called. Turned my head when somebody called my name. Just walking in the mission in the rain, and that goes back to 1971 or so. So if you take a walk down 24th Street, you can feel it. Maybe we can find that. And uh, so we're. Uh, this is like uh, this uh, show comes together every week. Every week, three to six, and people are coming through. Here's Richard. I knew he'd be here. People would be coming through. People were calling in, talking about what's happening politically. 
culturally, personally, whatever. And uh, it's also an open mic, a spoken word, singer-songwriters, acoustic and semi-acoustic units, and hopefully intelligent conversation about what's happening, what's going on. In other words, it's open. Yeah. Snap. It's open. We're heard around the planet on the internet. We're having like a Val said seven thousand downloads a month or so. It's it's an average. It kind of it fluctuates. Well, that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. Uh, being live here in the mission, and being a, the, uh, having an open door policy, and also discussing some of those things. Speaking just off the top of my head, speaking of these various things, last night I was at the uh, uh, board of trustees meeting of the city college. What's going on at City College, Dave? Well, I'm about to tell you. Uh, well, of course, it's a good question. <laughs> Number one, as people have been listening, know I've been making my project, turning City College into a sanctuary college. And uh, oh, right, and as a as a sanctuary campus, right? Sanctuary Not letting campus. federal uh, immigration officers on on campus. And the records, where if they if they want to look at the records, they 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 need to get something. They need to get a warrant for that, and all of that. Being as unfriendly as we can, because we have hundreds of perhaps even several thousand undocumented students at City College. They need our support. And what I always say is, what I did say in fact there when it was came to my time to uh, do some public comment about it, I said take down the walls, open the doors, get rid of the borders too. Families, bands, tribes, communities, colleges, collectives, I believe in that, but borders just align on their map. And I looked at the, uh, I think there's 12 or 11 of the members of the Board of Trustees all sitting there, and they all had enthusiastic expressions, something's happening. I could see, it was, I, I think they voted unanimously uh, to uh, make a City College as a sanctuary college. To support our to support our undocumented students there, the Dream Act students. Dream Act is people is students who are brought people are students there who's brought at a very young age across that border like Jesus in arms, and now are students at City College, and all the rest. So it's happening, and so there's a big victory. Speaking of City College, I was uh, just just got on Bart at Balboa uh, Bart, and um, I, I picked up a flyer. Um, I guess there's going to be a, a walkout um, march on the 16th at 1 p.m. Um, at Civic Center. Oh, at Civic Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know oh, that. Right. That's anti-Trump march and uh, social, social awareness. Is it, so is that January 16th or is that no, today? That's today. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know what? Ek Ek was involved in that, in, involved in getting kind of organizing that. I forgot about that. Okay. Well, I knew we, we were going to be here. So there may be people over there at Civic Center as we speak right now. Okay. Can we find uh, the invitation? And this is going to be the first, and of course, it's going to be leading and growing, growing numbers of people. I think January twentieth is Jan the Women's March. Well, the inauguration is scheduled for January 20th. That's a Friday. And then the, the Women's March, which is a more inclusive than that, but is on Saturday the 21st. Okay, perfect. Happening around the country. But also on here, right here at Mutiny Radio, we're going to have a special event Saturday the 21st from 8 to 10 p.m. And I'm going to be hosting it, and we're calling it the Anti-Inaugural Poets Ball. <laughs> so come on down to Mutiny Radio Saturday the 21st, 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, it's free to come in, but any donations you give, we're going to split it between Mutiny Radio um, and um, also with uh, Poems Under the Dome, 
which happens every April to celebrate National Poetry Month. And the Dome, uh, let me tell your mother, thus being able to tell everybody who's listening. Poems in the Dome, this is our 11th annual. 12th. 12th annual. Oh, my goodness. And I was standing up, up there and, uh, on the hill uh, looking at uh, the Dome at City Hall. That's the Dome. I mean, if you noticed it, it's a dome. It's a classic dome, and I had the vision, uh, to, uh, thir to, uh, maybe 13 years ago, of what uh, I looked at it and said, came to me, that'd be a great place to have an open mic, the mother of all open mics, and so I ran down and uh, uh, Peskin, Aaron Peskin was the chairman of the board then, chairman of the board of supervisors, and I ran to his office. He's friends. He's back. And I said, Aaron, I have this great idea. Poems under the dome. Let's do a big open mic there. And let's do an open mic there. The big would become later. And he said, that's a good idea. Let's do it. And that was the first annual. Little did I expect that it would be a 12th annual. And Val and EK have been with us. The three of us have been making this happen for quite some time now, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, EK has been working with you since the beginning. I think she was only like maybe one year where she wasn't really involved. I've been involved the past, no, maybe like four years or so. It's hard to keep track of time. I think I know. phone's under the dome, otherwise I wouldn't be here. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's Here we are. That's how and it that's happens. Be continuing. So welcome it all aboard, comes Tyler. through poetry. <laughs> welcome aboard, Tyler. We're going to make it happen this week. I think it's the 27th, isn't it? It will be April 27th. That's the end of National Poetry Month. Mm -hmm. I guess it's National Poetry Month because T.S. Eliot said April is the cruelest month. <laughs> well, it's April, but it is going to be in April. And the very near the almost the last day will be poems under the dome. So it's connected, and uh, that's right. To speak of the lottery, if you had an open, if you go to an open mic, people will be coming around and put your name in the hat, and you might win the lottery and be able to part of the be part of the first uh, the first go around, and uh, and uh, then we pull a do a lottery there. So now it's almost everybody gets a chance to come and do what they came to do. Yeah, it's amazing how many people we actually get up there to. To read because we, we try to keep it you know we say read one poem in three minutes or less so if you got a haiku that's that's your poem right and you, you don't get to stand up there and read a bunch of things for three minutes but um it, it definitely always uh, seems to work out uh, you know the first couple of years that i went to poems under the dome without having any affiliation with the organizing or anything i had just heard about it i saw a poster for it and i'm like that's pretty cool went in put my name in the hat I don't think I had really read poetry many places by that point um, before. And uh, I pulled my name. And the way that we do it is we kind of pull a few names at a time. And then people go kind of stand over onto the side, wait, wait for their turn so that we kind of keep it going. And so uh, for two, two consecutive years, my name got pulled toward the end. I was standing in line and then it was eight o'clock and we had to close down. So I was like so close twice, you know, so, so there are, you know, there are moments and, you know, not everybody gets their name pulled out of that big green hat, but you know, or even if they do, but, but it, it, we've, it, we've gotten it down to a pretty good science these days. So, um, you know, most people who show up do get to read, but it's really cool to have, um, 
Uh, the youth voice, because E.K. is oh, a li- been a school librarian. Past four or five years, these kids are amazing. The Poetry Club or uh, spoken at City College, they're coming up with amazing stuff. And I'm just uh, wow. They were, this next generation is going to be down with it. They got the politics, they got the culture, they got the community. They they got some idea what's going on, and so we put them on first thanks to E.K. And uh, one of the reasons we could keep it tight is that although I'm kind of the founder in a way that I had the first vision, I welcome everybody. Maybe have something to do with the first part, the first go around. But I welcome everybody. Then I turn it over to E.K. and uh, Val, who can keep it really moving on fast. Because as Val, you tell you, I have a tendency to the blah, blah, blah. Which it works <laughs> in other open mics. But we don't, uh, with other open mics, uh, or on the show, to a degree. Although Val has this thing where she can go like this way, with her hand, which says, enough, Diamond Dave. Let's, we got other stuff going on. It's, 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 not, just, oh, it's not all about you. <laughs> Oh, but we keep it organic, right? That's the that's the that's the the creed of our show, right? Don't panic, just keep it organic. And find that common thread. Yeah. So, uh, so there we are, and I'm talking about. So that's what happened to City College. Watch for it. Uh, the the City College is now. I mean, San Francisco is now in a well, one of the early, but now a growing number of towns that are calling themselves trad sanctuary towns, which means ICE, which is the immigrant uh, immigrant tax force. Don't don't come in. You get no help from us, and yeah. uh, that's more and more towns. Most, mostly, yes. And other colleges are coming through. Santa Rosa's come through, and that'll be happening because now with Trump, Trump coming in very soon, the people are getting together in various ways and saying we better build, build, build. He says he's going to build a wall. Well, we better build a wall and build a wall of these part of these communities that definitely are not about Trump but about building a wall and doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. You know, I was thinking about that whole idea, that wall the other day. You know, walls walls just don't work. You know, you got, <laughs> I mean, look at, look at the, the wall in Berlin, you know, the, when the Berlin Wall came down, you know, people were up at the wall, you know, breaking it down with their hands and hand Joyful. tools and just, you know, destroying it because balls just separate. And I think innately people don't really want to be separated. Um, you know, they build the wall, um, you know, in, in Israel, Palestine, you know, and just, you know, they get bombs thrown over from one side, you get rocks thrown over from the other side. It's not helping anybody to come together. It's all, it's purely divisive, um, you know, and the fact that the president elect. I love how nobody wants to say his name. Not not even not even Barack Obama. Like I watched, he had to do Barack Obama did his last uh, press conference today. And uh, he was looking kind of tired, uh, to tell you the truth. I don't know if he had a long night or maybe it's a seasonal, I don't know what. He was a little, little sleepy. But, you know, he, I mean, he, even he won't say his name. Uh, so it's just kind of crazy. But, you know, that he wants to, he says, well, you know, Mexico is going to pay for it. So I think that's got to be the new joke. It's like, oh, sorry, officer, I don't have money for the bus, but Mexico can pay for it. You know, like, oh, I'm a little short on my rent this month. Maybe I'll just call Mexico. So, you know, it's just this kind of, you know, we got we to gotta keep, uh, <laughs> keep the absurdity absurd. Yeah, it, it, it always made me laugh just thinking about the fact that there's people out there that don't realize 
realize that there's already a massive wall between us and Mexico. That's a huge. There's not stopped any anything, you know. Yeah, there's a huge border crossing right down the bottom of California. It's like this huge, yeah, border crossing. I mean, it certainly doesn't you know cross the country. But what's interesting is that if you look at um, the areas uh, of on the along the southern border, although they were in you know in predominantly red states um the areas that were right directly where this proposed wall would be were blue so they were the people along those that in the area are saying no 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 <laughs> we're not we're no so um you know it's certainly um uh, scary to think of the the fact that president's in general get in get into office and feel like they have this mandate to do whatever they want especially this guy who has no public service uh, experience whatsoever and has just been a big uh, real estate bully he's an, an octopus whose tentacles go around the planet if you look at where the Trump Towers is they're everywhere and you well actually it's kind of a franchise he gets a couple hundred thousand dollars a month from people who are willing to build a tower and call it Trump Tower yeah. so insanity prevails for sure yeah, I, there was an article recently, uh, a couple of days ago, that a coworker showed me. Uh, the latest uh, nickname for him is uh, Trumple Thinskin, because he's just, you know, he's just reactive. Um, yikes! Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. And now his, uh, uh, we were watching him every couple of days. <laughs> Don't say his name three times. <laughs> every couple of days, a new member of his cabinet. And they're by and large almost entirely a bunch of old white guys, billionaires. They say this, uh, these are the most wealthiest crew of any cabinet ever for a president. The Secretary of Commerce, the Secretary of this, the Secretary of Labor is this guy who's the head of the uh, his fast food business. What is it? Which one? Well, he's the one downtown at the, uh, there at, uh, at UN Plaza. Burger King? No, not Burger King, on the other side. Well, anyway, I don't know. Well, anyway, and his his one Secretary of Labor role has been been that he's furiously against the minimum wage, and that's just one example. Each and every one of them is an extreme right wing fool. And the woman, the one, one woman, one of the women, Carlos yeah, Carlos Jr. Thank you, brother. That's the kind of thing we do more together. He's a, he's the uh, CAO of Carlos Jr. He's a new Secretary of Labor. In the past, it's been somebody from the union. Now this is the guy who's profoundly anti-union. And uh, the, the woman from North Carolina was a billionaire. Her husband's a billionaire. She's the new secretary of uh, education. Education. And she's in favor of uh, private schools and giving people a check and let them go to the private schools no matter how Christian and religious they might be. Mm-hmm. She's a profound enemy of all of uh, yeah. the not, others. Not these, someone to be really in the public And, and all education. these fat white guys are CAOs of other things, like Goldman Sachs and so on. And there, so it's Exxon Mobil, Secretary uh, of State. There you go. Fuck. Rex Tillerson. Someone I heard referred to him as T Rex. Um, billionaires to take down the billionaire class. Right. Yeah, I I just hope that people who actually voted for him are are paying attention and realize that everything that he was saying was just, you know, 
bloated uh, lies. <laughs> you know, I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm going to get all these insiders and lobbyists and career politicians oh, out of there. Well, here, just by here, Tyler, thanks for it. Tyler has a list of the whole cabinet. Oh. Well, what, 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 uh, Is it full uh, of GMOs? Uh, see, it's amazing how we can use these social, these social networks to bring it to the radio, bring it to uh, the internet radio, and put it out there. So, Tyler, give us a list of these war criminals soon to be. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, great. And he's, uh, he's from the oil-rich state of Texas. Yeah. Amen. Well, here comes a good time. Look at that hat. Hey, brother. It'd be our fellow Max. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Welcome, every- welcome, you guys. They're g- coming through. Hey, I want you to open up. We're going to have a musical break very shortly. Yeah. Because I see our fellow, our friend, Max. Max. Yeah, Max. Just come in with his guitar in hand. And this brother, good to see you, dude. So, well, that's what we're doing. We're doing this show by the by the seat of our pants <laughs> and our minds. So anything you might want to bring, make part of it, it's how we roll. See? This is not like other shows. What do you think? How do you feel? Mom, what's your name, Mom? It's uh, Michelle Maciel. Michelle Maciel. <laughs> Michelle, welcome, sister. What, you live in L.A., but you're up visiting your son, is that right? Yes. Um, I just moved to L.A. I'm from L.A. originally, but just moved back to L.A. in uh, September. And I was fortunate enough to go to um, Poems Under the Domes this last time. Oh, you and it were. Was the, I, I saw all you guys there, so it was really, well, really, it was pretty awesome. How cool. I'll, I'll have to come back next year. So even Please though I'm in L.A., it. it's not that far away. So. Okay, it's not. Yeah. What are you going to be doing in L.A.? Um, I work down there now. I I transferred, wanted to be back home, closer to you know the rest of the family. Oh, I couldn't drag Tyler with me, so you guys are taking good care of me. <laughs> we are. We are. We and, appreciate Tyler and vastly. I, and I realized that Trump. Now Trump had he was supposed to have a, a press conference yesterday. Do you see that? No. In which he would uh, talk about what he was going to do about the fact. He's like an octopus whose tentacles go all the way around the planet. I think I said that. What he was going to do to put up a wall between himself and all this, all this, he's got like 300 companies. He doesn't even know all the companies he has. And he was going to turn it over, he said he was going to turn it over his family. But people are saying, that's not good enough. You can't just say, let my family do it. <laughs> I don't think that's good enough. So he canceled the press conference. And it's going to be held in about a month or so, he says. It's going to take him that long to string some sentences together, perhaps. Okay. But uh, we were just talking to Michelle, though, Dave. And then you wanted to talk about the octopus. Oh, the octopus. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Thank you. See, I need this. Well, if if Trump is like an octopus whose tendrils go all the way around the planet, we've been here long enough where I'm like an octopus whose tendrils go all around the city. That's true, Dave. I've heard you, I've heard you referred to. I've heard people refer to you as the uh, what is it the like the the political 
bumblebee in San Francisco going around and pollinating uh, by by crossing uh, uh, or jump, jumping from group to group or flower to flower and uh, making those connections and uh, kind of dipping in and uh, and sharing sharing what you glean uh, as you jump around from from one group to another. And that was Calvin Welch. That was Calvin Welch. And he knows because uh, we go back to the late '60s, and uh, so we uh, we were part of. Uh, but the first district elections, we have district elections of supervisors here. It used to be at large, and this means that they could be more representative, more representative having come from the neighborhood. We have 11 districts, and we were part of making that happen, and that's what I did, and that's what I still do at 79. I'm 79 years on the planet, so I've been around. I'm from the generation that's before the hippies. We were called beatniks. You ever hear of us? Yeah. Okay, that's us. In the 50s. Oh, my goodness. Bike Messenger by day, Beatnik by day and night. It's 1957. It was 1957, and I was in seventh heaven on a nonlinear dart on the urban checkerboard. And, uh, and that was a different city then. All those uh, highways you see downtown were not there. Uh, all of that was before all of this. And now here we are for many years. And yes, indeed, that's what we do on, uh, here on Mutiny Radio. Hey Tyler, hey Val, you know, is to uh, reach out and hopefully bring people together. And I thought we'd play some music. I got yeah, we haven't played Ubi yet. I've got Ubi oh, yeah, ready Ubi, to roll. Okay, Ubi. Well, here's my son Ubi, and he's going to say, after all of this, you're here for yourself. My son Ubi, Dubi, bass player and singer, he's going to be saying, you'll see, everything is going to be all right. If we
Yeah, we were just uh, letting you get set up there, and then we were chatting a little bit in here. But Max, good to see you, my friend. It's nice to be back, Val. Good to see you too. All right. So, y'all set? So he's gonna do three songs. Yeah. All right. Let's let's start with a Neil Young song. How about that?
more. Start with one more. So Dave said three songs. Let's see. Jack, in the high with your eyes. 
energy up. <laughs> we bring the energy up nice step shirt. by step. Now you got a third. This is going to be. Oh, yeah. All right. So I got another one of them, but it's actually Johnny Cash song. How about that? Talk that we've been blue, how to cry, cry, cry. Talk them clouds, how to pull the road, that clear blue sky. Them days I come for that woman, I'm gonna sell you the big river. And I'm gonna sit right here until I die. Well, I met her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota. From up every time I heard her draw that southern dry hall When I heard my dream went back down the stream Walking in Davenport Well, I followed you big rhythm when you coming and, and picking up the energy with your music with that shot of love that shot, shot of energy here we be and that hey, cool hey Richard, hat oh, thanks, here you are where am I what do you want to bring to the uh, cause uh, and then well, Tom uh, I just want to let everybody know if they hadn't heard hey there was another oil leak right oh, it, in, uh, nor- in North Dakota in right North Dakota North Dakota right I'm still waiting for the ones in the uh, in Oklahoma to go bonkers because Oklahoma is now the earthquake capital of the world. I saw that too. You tilt it, yeah. Tilt it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So this, uh, this, uh, pull over these, these, uh, these, uh, getting these fossil fuels, accessing these fossil fuels and send them around the planet to refineries everywhere, refineries so they then could be put put on ships and sent to other countries to, to make money at a time. 
It's a time when the price of oil is really down, so they have to figure out other ways to make money from it, and they're willing to do whatever it is they take through the pipelines and the fracking. Oh my goodness, hold my head to, uh, to, to, as quote Bob Dylan, money doesn't talk, it swears. And they're now finally admitting that fracking in the water is being contaminated, whereas before they were saying, no, no, don't worry. And they, Nothing to see here, keep moving. Right, and they haven't and yet admitted that all these earthquakes in Oklahoma yeah, is directly that's, that's connected. Yep, yeah. that have right. all kinds of pipelines running through it. Right, I mean they, that's what they they say. Well, there's a correlation. We can't say it's a causation of all these Some earthquakes in Oklahoma, and that the water is safe to drink. Right. Well, the water. I mean, the fracking water and and just um, wastewater that comes not not just from fracking, but from um, but from oil and gas plants uh, and processing. Um, in California, a lot of that water is actually being purchased by agricultural oh, companies right. and, are, and are watering crops that's in California. Right. You're eating it. Yeah, you're eating it. It's yeah. um, you're like, for example, um, and this is a, a known fact, that, the, that uh, those little tangerines, those Halo brand tangerines, buy wastewater uh, and... And, and and irrigate their crops with it. Yeah. So there's a and they're not alone. No, there's a, there's other crops that are doing it too. Yeah. So, so I don't have a list of them, but I know that you know yeah. if one's doing it, more is doing it. Right. And, and they only uh, release uh, you know some of the chemicals that they ta- that they use, and, and not all of them. All Yikes. New members of the Trump cabinet to be that they have in common is their denial of all of this. Not only the denial of health, but the fact that our new Secretary of State, head of the, the CAO of uh, Mobile, let's go. Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil. Right. He's, he's made his money from just this. He's, uh, he's got all these lobbyists who are paid to put forth just this. And there's no worries. No worries. Don't worry. Well, we have it under control. The, that the, there's one thing they all have in common. All these mostly federal white men who are CAOs of these various corporations have that in common is that they believe it because money doesn't talk, it swears. So, hey, Richard, take it away, brother. We just shake our heads and keep putting it out there. I just want to make a note of uh, someone passing. Uh, Lawrence Colburn died. Does anybody recognize his name? No, tell us. Well, he was the uh, helicopter... uh, a uh, uh, pilot during the Vietnam War who helped end the uh, My Lai massacre. Okay. So uh, he should be noted that... Uh, What's his name again? His name is Lawrence Manley Colburn. Oh, he's the one who said this is not right. That's right. I remember now. He yeah, saw this it and, and did what was necessary. That's right. So, let's so he de- should be noted. Well, we'll note that not only dedicated this show, Lawrence and all peacemakers everywhere. Including you, Richard, because this is what you, one of the things you do. And I know you're ready to put it out there. Go ahead, Richard. Well, I don't know. I forgot what I did last week. Did I do Intimidated by the Drum? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I wasn't here. This is called Intimidated by the Drum. Many different natives and solidarity groups were called to aim Santa Barbara to protest the continued disrespect of native images as mascots. AIM West is invited. Five members and supporters went. The day of the school board meeting, all the groups met in the parking lot along with the, the Machicas and dancers and drummer. Before we entered the building, the group sings and drums the AIM song. 
After this athemic moment, we entered the building into the boardroom. Native people and supporters were met with an over a handful of scowling, almost howling white people. How dare we come to this meeting and intimidate them with this drum? One member asked their group how many of them had been around the drum. No one. Then asked how many had been around Native people and the drum. No one. It's explained that the song that they heard is a dr- uh, with the drum has become the Native Nation anthem. It is the AIM song, a song of spirituality, not of violence. Native people in AIM have never advocated violence. In their prayers, they pray for the people as well as their enemies. You do know why people fear the drum. Too many Westerns and John Wayne movies, slayer of the Indians who are only defending their rights to live. When Indians drum, it's the warpath. Indians doing war dances, coming after the settlers, never realizing that, how, that they are, are many reasons to dance and drum. Maybe they're, uh, they're at war with Native people who remind them of the continued genocide and fear retaliation. As an elder Lakota woman of great grace, kindness, and beauty says, Poor things. Used to say that, man. Enlighten them. Enlighten it. Open up our minds. Keep opening, opening our minds, Richard. Beckoning bus. Did I read that last week? Oh, good. Oh, that, you weren't here. Beckoning bus. It might be a repeat. There is a bus beckoning me around aboard. But where is it going? The bus rides snake that undulates alive, rise up and down streets, valleys, over hills, mountains, separating fauna. This snake, wire snakes that lay across the grid, and the sky snakes, all dwarf fleshy snakes. Is this the famous love bus, or perhaps is it the new acid test bus, or both coming to take me away to new ways undiscovered or rediscovered from the old ways? Advancement? Perhaps. Is this the bus that takes me to boot camp, slaughter for the continuing wars? Will we ever get over this perversion? You know, real perversion. Is this the bus that takes humans we fear into camps and undetermined sites or longevity? I travel watching the grid snake droops, rises, charms, allures, sinister snake. As I watch the sky snakes crosses, X's, circles, pound signs, and tic-tac-toes, the mother didn't design these snakes. The bus pulls off, no longer beckoning, If there is a next time, maybe I'll get on and take my chances and find out what lies behind this beckoning bus. That's a good one, Richard. Yeah, I think you you read that a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah, oh. but it, but it's a good one though. I mean, we all try to, you know, we're just trying to get things done and get around, but we're we're getting on these buses that are just you know dependent on the oil and driving around, and it's it puts it's quite the predicament. And they take you to boot camp, and sometimes they take you to boot camp. And sometimes they'll take you to a destination you don't know. Ugh. Sign your life away. I want to play the the AIM th- anthem. Oh, 
friendly and is willing to embrace as almost anybody I know. It was so good to see him. Instead yeah, of a Thanksgiving, we had man with nine lives. And that's an un-Thanksgiving where, where, we, uh, where we shared food for the body, the mind and spirit right there this year and we're at, uh, we'll be happy again. Hey, who do we see up there with the, with the, in front of the mic with the guitar? That's Tom Ward. Tom, he's been in so many times. From Chicago, New York, and all points out. Yeah. Uh, to the there you go. And while I was in New York, a couple of my coworkers at the research job, one of them Argentine, one of them Dominicano, uh, translated from English into Spanish. La vida debería ser una fiesta, lo sabes tan bien como yo. La vida podría ser una fiesta que retrasa la fiesta. And so here's how, and it was currently utopian, radical hedonism, May 68, Festival of the Press, all that kind of stuff. So, and go with it, and then kind of do it in the reggae style. Am I ever rusty? Yeah, you're hearing it right now. But I'll get it good. Life should be a celebration. You know as well as me, life could be a celebration. Ah. What, what, you know, you know, 
No. Now, come on. Why, why should be a celebration? You know as well as me, life could be a celebration. What delays a celebration? I happen into hell today. It isn't like the preachers say. It's very much the gods that play without the stuff to play with. Infinite rings to bury dreams ain't nothing ever what it seems. Ah, what the hell? Nothing ever what it seems. The nice bit size. Stifle scream, but never lets the dawn in. Life should be a celebration, you know as well as me. Life could be a celebration. What delays a celebration? La vida debería ser fiesta. Lo sabes tan bien como yo. La podría ser una fiesta. Que retrasa la fiesta. And when I'm... Ah, God damn it. This is hard. This is not my guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I would not play one like this. Okay. Uh, and and when, when, I look, when I look around me... Oh, God. And this tuning is way off. And oh, God. What And when I look around me with the... With the fire of loving eyes No, I can't believe you're satisfied With lies and such mean sighs For we were meant to gaze in wonder We were meant to gaze in wonder God, this key so often Okay We were meant to gaze in wonder Ecstasy is our birthright. La vida de Maria, so una fiesta. Lo sabes tan bien como yo. La vida podría ser una fiesta. Just la fiesta. And that's pretty much it. I got to rehearse it on a good time. Thanks, Tom. You like it? It's not okay. okay. Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah. When I look around me, with, oh yeah, in May of 68 in France, some of the old souls joined the young proles dance, and it was celebration, a glimmer of liberation, and all the madman's wisdom on those walls contained the poetry the future calls to the imagination. It is forbidden to forbid. All right, to be a celebration, and uh, yeah, nice. Come back to me. What's he? What's he the, Hey, uh, thanks, Tom. Yeah, you're so welcome. So good to hear you. You've been coming through so many times and, uh, and observing and picking up and uh, picking up what's going on here. And uh, this is a step forward, Tom. You're always welcome back on whatever level of participation you'd like to be on. Welcome. Now, Val. Yes, sir. Speaking of people who come and observe, and people have come and said to me, I really want to come. I missed it this week or last week. There's this brother, his name is Ja. Hey, Ja. He said, now he's told me he's ready. So I want to invite up for your, for your uh, entertainment pointing in and oh. entertainment pointing up. Hey, Ja, let's hear what you have to say. Which one? Yeah, I mean, I just want to see. I mean, I just want to be a little bit comfortable, you know? So, yeah. I'm, am I? Mm. Good? All right. So, yeah. I got too many names, you know? But lately, you know, I'll be just trying to. 
to like sensitize my own being, you know, like just trying to be a little bit more simple. So instead of just saying my whole name, you know, that it it contains my more than 28 characters. So uh, I just call myself, you know, Ja. Uh, my name is Jabiri, you know, but but ja, three letters is a little bit more simple. And, you know, we, my family, have been doing this thing for the past, 20, I mean, me, 29 years, my family, 59 years. And, you know, it's about just being ourselves out there, you know. I mean, long ago, my family came from the old country. Uh, they came and just, like, tried to keep whatever was meant to be keep safe. Uh, and how, you know, throughout our actions, throughout how we act all the time. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I've been checking my, 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 my genealogical uh, tree and um, I'm alone in this world, you know. Um, uh, I even check in on this thing, you know, ancestry that you send your DNA. I'm 50% Mayan, PPL from Apopa in El Salvador, and uh, I'm 50% Egyptian, you know. And wow, I was like, this is amazing, okay. I got a little bit of both worlds. There's no other reason why I don't dream, you know. I always live my life in the way that it's supposed to be because my ancestors from Egypt came in the Spanish Inquisition to this uh, El Dorado because it used to call Dorado before America and uh, try to keep it safe, you know, throughout art, throughout happiness, throughout altruism, you know, throughout just begging and actually drifting apart, it sounds better, drifting apart throughout all the world and, you know, chasing the message that people, you know, never could have caught, you know, which message is that El Dorado is always keep safe by everyone that understand that in their hearts, in their minds, in the way that they act, in the way that we be, you know, in the way that, you know, we do cambalache, you know. Cambalache is an ancient world in Latin, in Mayan, in Egyptian, that it means, you know, an equal trait of energies, a way of just being yourself and felt like you are in heaven just by knowing your community and being out there aware of whatever is happening around you. This kind of days, nothing is happening around because even the weather keep all those souls that are guilty probably in their heart that hasn't released all that anger or hasn't released all their being you know uh thanks to the seasons uh how we understand it is the way that we gotta be always out there you know spreading the message there's no breaks there's no procrastinating your being because if you like yourself every day there's no way of living there's no way of seeing there's no way of 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 just making you know that little gesture that probably you know up and ups a smile for everyone uh what i'm doing right now more concrete instead of just talking too much right i call it uh alternative it usa 
we my people from the old country and here in america we've been talking about it and it means a little toasty in usa is uh altitusa is uh, a way of just you know embracing the world like if everyone is your brother like if everyone has you know something to share to you because we always believe in an equal trait that always transmute into other beings or other nature because we are made or we are controlled by something that is just so inexplicable and here in the earth I mean, it's so scientific, call them gravity, you know, but this is that, you know, that, that getting us pulled to the ground and, you know, make us, you know, walk around, making us do our actions, you know, it connects us all together. It make us, you know, uh, fool or feel this energy that is actually telling you how to be, you know, and uh, the understand of this also from my people, from Mayans, uh, it comes also, you know, from the out there, you know, from the sky. If you see the sky, obviously, you know, with the energy that we project, we make the universe bigger, you know, with this uh, unspeakable thing that NASA have found, you know, that is called dark matter, but their energy is so powerful with the magnetisms that we create, with the energies that we expose, with the even the atmosphere that we create by just being ourselves. You know, we are just here, we are ourselves. If we get together, if we learn how to bend the energy, not only in the world, in the universe, we will learn, you know, how to actually be human beings. Because nowadays, every single person in a different galaxy trying to land in this world, trying to feed, but there's never gonna be a place on Earth where to feed, you know? Because we all have different presence. We all have a different past and obviously thinking in a different future is like the dimensions that we are trying to cut in between time and space but they always you know they always go parallel and they always join together once in a while you know just to what to make a difference you know to let people be yourself you know i've been always being and speaking this language for six months and I got a little bit of something to share. I don't have any instruments with me, but it's just like, at least <laughs> something that, you know, it shows a little bit about ourselves. In in it says a little bit like this, you know. Um, I don't want to be manipulated, whoever less contemplated in this calamity now, who is your family now? I don't want to be like no one else, no, no, let me try to do myself because alienation in this nation is taking over the education. Simple as that, you know, so much is happening in this world that trying to copy someone else's trend make us stop thinking on the essence of every single person we are too many we are just drifting apart in a galaxy that is not even our own and if we connect each other we will have more visitors why you think that things is happening now uh, all around the world you know with the bad energy that we create in this uh, different part of the world 
you know, I mean, the energy is absorbed by the core of the world, you know, and it projects it, you know, in, in, in another part of the world. So if we all get together in the same language, in the same like mentality of having altruism and not even getting a thank you for your actions, you know, it's just like so fulfilling that the world will be one, at least for us. Um, just, yeah. well, thank you. Thank you. I like your message, my friend. We're all using our own creative energies and uh, coming together, though, because we're all sharing this planet, this world, and uh, we are one. And that was our brother, Ja. Yeah, Ja. And this is some, uh, some uh, common sense stream of consciousness. And it uh, definitely fits with the world so much. Hey, Val, it's so good that we're in a place. You said about the movement. I heard you talk about it on the women's, uh, women's magazine about something is arising here. Something is arising. A joyfulness, I said. A joyfulness is arising as people are finding each other. And, ja, that's exactly what we're talking about. Isn't that right? I believe that's true. It's all in the kick. We're talking about tipping the scales with positivity. Fill in the cup so that it's half full and bubbling over. And that's a that's about human consciousness. So that's what we're talking about. In the larger sense we are, finding that common thread for sure. And finding myself. Hey Taylor. You and that, I know I'd uh, say, well, welcome, brother. It's so good to have you back. And I know you have something you'd like to say. And then we got our brother Bloodflower, who's going to play the uh, give us what he does. Take it away, Bill. Call. Is it called? Oh, okay. So, hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to uh, real quickly just, um, first of all, just acknowledge, um, um, you know, Go Ship. Um, you know, uh, the fourth that happened, uh, and just kind of, kind of, you know, take a moment to, to say that there's still people that are, that are struggling from, from that event. Uh, I, I, last week I was promoting a a benefit show that I, that I threw this weekend. And, um, first of all, I just wanted to say that the main reason that I, I decided to do that was because the same night that ghost ship um unfortunately you know had had its tragedy i was actually playing a show in oakland that was originally scheduled to be at ghost ship um and i got that show on one day notice you know and there's no way that anybody could have known that would have happened so i definitely wanted to just say you know it could have been any of us and and just keep that in mind you know the the artist community here in san francisco is extremely tightly knit um, I'm lucky enough to be a part of it as a transplant. And so that's why I felt the need to, um, you know, give back to the community, uh, because, um, right after that happened, I didn't even hear about it. The next day I woke up after my show, you know, partied a little bit too hard. And I had, you know, over 30 phone calls from people that, that were just worried about me because they knew I played a show out there. They knew that it was a DIY, um, you know, concert, but they didn't know where I was. And, you know, so I took it upon myself. I was very fortunate to uh, get some support from from the Oakland community, specifically um, the promo- promotional company Hussy Planet. Um, so shout out to, to Nahal for helping me plan that. Um, also, um, help from the Honey Hive Gallery off of Judah and 45th um, down in the sunset. Uh, Daniel Berliner there was very nice to um, v- nice enough to help us uh, promote that show. 
Um, one of the really cool things about our show was that we were the only benefit show that I I had heard of, and from the residents that I spoke to, um, that that was doing the benefit show 100% cash and 100% proceeds going towards the residents of Ghost Ship. Um, there's been a, a, a whole ton of benefit shows all over the nation for Ghost Ship, but we ours was ours was unique in that way. And it was such an honor, first of all, to be representing the community and um, specifically the hip hop community um, to try and give back. Um, I got to, you know, plug the show um, during Common Thread Collective last week and then during Pam's open mic. And uh, a couple of people came down that um, heard heard about the show um, when I was plugging them, especially at, at the comedy show. Roman was there. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. I wanted to say thank you to San Francisco for donating over three hundred dollars worth of merch. Um, Kamigami Robots that gave us a, a, a robot to be raffled off. Um, I wanted to say thank you to Hate Street Tattoo um, for donating over three hundred dollars worth of tattoo credit, and also um, thank you to Madrone Bar um, for donating a bunch of drinks to be raffled off. Um, it was really awesome to be able to work with them and, and just see that there was so much community support on, on short notice. I threw the show on a five days notice. Um, I ended up losing my venue day of, but I was lucky enough to have some friends. Shout out to Michelle and Rachel out there. If you guys are listening, I told you I'd, I'd shout you out today, but, um, um, thank you for hosting it. Um, and, um, you know, it was, it was, it was a hundred percent just people wanted wanted to help. We ended up raising over three hundred and fifty dollars um, that was distributed to the residents, and um, yeah, I just wanted I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for uh, giving me a platform to not only plug the show but even you know some of our our listeners coming out and and um, you know supporting that. Go Tyler. All right, Tyler, for sure. And this is what we're here to do. It was so good to have you aboard. Because it's reaching out, it's connecting, this emerges as we've emerged uh, week after week after week, and uh, when uh, week after week. Hey, Tyler, I'm glad you're here. But anyway, I think we're getting ready. Well, uh, also uh, along that note, I mean that um, there, you know, the that fire really <clears throat> affected so many people here in the Bay Area. Um, you know, all the all those young people who. Who died in that fire were artists and um, musicians and DJs and and um, you know it's uh, it's a really heavy heavy thing to handle and um, and so I'm I'm so glad that Tyler put that together and all those all those people came and worked together to put that on. Um, there's also going to be um, a reading to honor the ghost ship fire victims uh, fire relief benefit on Monday. Uh, December 19th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Alley Cat Books. That's at 3036 24th Street. So uh, from 7 to 9 on Monday. Um, so go on out there and you can support that as well. Um, and uh, it's going to be curated readings with uh, Thomas Moniz, Sharon Coleman, S.B. Stokes, Justine uh, Tenzeldam, Josie Rose, Ingrid Keir, and more to be announced and there's going to be an open mic to follow as well and uh, this is uh, part of what yep. we talked about early on the show about if we could turn a bad thing into a good thing in this case is uh, turning a really terrible thing into into a into an even better thing and i know uh being a member of a collective a warehouse collective 
uh, where we've been living uh, under the uh, under the um, radar for quite some time, me 11 years, and there are many other uh, uh, collectives like that. So I was at a meeting, I was at a gathering a few days ago at the Omni's, uh, Omni Commons, which is definitely one of them, and an Omni Commons for all of the collectivists and much more in the, in the, uh, across that bay. But there were a lot of people from San, there were people from San Francisco there. And this is the coming together of all the various collectives and others who are living in warehouses, whose situation has uh, become uh, uh, kind of fragile since this happened. Because they're looking at the collectives, they're wondering if could it happen, could it happen again? Landlords are saying, could people be evicted, which could mean that there'd be a lot of homeless people suddenly homeless. Well, we're uh, we're being uh, we're being uh, oh, I, uh, let me put it this way. There's been a task force formed of the building inspectors, of the fire department, of the of, of the uh, uh, of the, the city attorney, and others to investigate these uh, underground collectives and to come and uh, come to. Uh, come to uh, to take a look, come to inspect. And the Board of Supervisors, thank God as we all still have that progressive board, has passed 11 to zero, an emergency proposition to say, don't even, it's not about evicting them, it's about working with these people. These underground units of artists, musicians, venues, uh, uh, people like you and I living is important to the city, particularly in the city where, uh, particularly in the city where affordable housing is harder and harder to find. So then they've instructed, and this is to be, to be seen, time will tell, this task force to not come to evict uh, but come to uh, come to work with us to help make us legal, to help do those things in which we can become legal. And uh, so that's going to be happening, and I'll be able to give us a report. I'll give you a report next week when we come together again as to what happened, where we go from here, and also what's happening on the macro level with, with the folks coming together. Committees came finance. Money is being raised. There are people who want to give money to help these groups. We might need, you might need a fire extinguishers, fire extinguishers. You might need uh, fire alarm systems. You might need this and that, but they're going to help make it that available so these folks which is our folks can become uh, can become legal so I'll be able to tell you more after Wednesday oh my goodness but I've just talked to uh, people in city government and uh, in San Francisco and they passed this proposition and they're working with us and they've told me a few things to know that in fact that uh, uh, well I'll let you know next week I don't have to some things we should we should do which you do know now which I want to bring to the whole so we can know how to roll in these difficult days because I want to stay in San Francisco like Val if I'd have to leave San Francisco that'd be the end of quite a tradition wouldn't it I can't imagine Dave honestly <laughs> you'd probably go on some sort of world tour but um, I'm I'm sure that you would uh, you would land well oh well we land now. Hey Val. Hey Tyler. So Tyler, yeah, you're looking yeah. at something. Tell us what yeah, you got there in front of you. Um, so so the, the resident um, who was acting as a liaison for the show that I threw um, for the residents um, committee, they have like a secret committee because um, they can't exactly uh, you know have they don't have a space right now, so they kind of plan their 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 meetings like a day ahead of time. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So uh, the guy that, that was accepted the money 
on their behalf. His name is Bob Moulet, and he was also the first responder um, at Ghost Ship. Oh, my uh, goodness. Um, you might have heard him on the news. He tried to pull one of his friends out. Oh, that's right. Um, he was wearing a leather jacket. He had fire on his back. If it wasn't for that leather jacket, he would have been in the same situation that he unfortunately had to leave his friend in. Um, wow. He's just such a great guy. Um, he has a really cool Instagram called Me on Butts, and it's just a bunch of really nice butts, and he photoshops his face onto it. That's kind of unrelated, <laughs> but you know, it's funny, and, and it's dope to see that he's getting back to it, you know, and, and fine, and using humor to, um, to you know, kind Heal. of to heal from such a traumatic humor thing. healing humor humor yeah. healing um, a lot of people lost um you know people in the fire but he definitely um i think he took one of the biggest blows out of all of them um as far as the survivors go i know but i read it anyways he, he posted this on facebook and i just wanted to you know kind of plug the show for it it's an art sale benefit for ghost ship artists it's at uh, good mother starting at 6 p.m going to 10 p.m tonight um 100% of the proceeds go towards um, uh, people, the artists that are affected by ghost ships. So this is what I was doing. Um, the people that, that were actually, that were living and have to have to continue living on now having lost everything, including their friends. Um, so they're gonna, they're gonna be doing that. Over 30 artists from all over the country are sending an art to them that'll be for sale at this event. Um, that address is Good Mother, 408 13th Street in downtown Oakland. Again, that's starting at 6 o'clock at Good Mother Gallery, 408 13th Street, downtown Oakland. Wonderful. Hey, uh, so we're also, this is a theme which is going to be coming up of what people are doing. About always, always saying, doing more together, each one bringing what talents they have, what space they have, of working together. And this is what I'm talking about, uh, what, what, I, what I meant when I said turning a very bad thing into what could be a very good thing. But meanwhile... Uh, thank you, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Maybe Thanks you for all you do here to, at Mutiny uh, Radio, uh, too. Uh, Thanks so much for being... Hey, hey, nice, nice. Spark up, hey, mom. You're your son. She's, she's got the thumbs. She's giving the thumbs hey, mom, up. You have a young mom. She's really, I said, what? Anyway, could you help our brother up? Have her brother, uh, uh, blood flower, uh, at the piano. He's gonna come and give us one of his symphonies. Is he there? I think blood so. Blood Blood flower, blood friend, blood father, blood brother, blood brother. Are you ready?
Thanks, Blood Flower. Always oh, oh, great to have you come in and, and share your, your musicianship uh, on this big pirate ship we call Mutiny Radio. All good things. Thank you, Tyler, for your essential uh, handling of microphones and all things uh, out of my personal reach here. There, there are some lights out there. I, I know it doesn't really seem like it. There's a switch to the right of the uh, piano, right above the little little fridge. Um, so you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. We're in the Mission District. I'm Global Val here with Diamond Dave and Tyler all these weeks, these Fridays. It is January. So it's not January yet. It's December 16th. And uh, next Friday is the 23rd. And that will be our final show of the year. Um, we're going to we're not going to we're not going to be in here on the 30th. Um, so next week, let's make it a great show let's bring a lot of folks in uh let's do a little recap of some of the things that we've been doing this year on the common thread um and there's a lot i've been taking notes believe me um and uh, <laughs> i'll be bringing my notes to that meeting um but also um looking at as we as we tend to do looking at how we can go forward um and, but it certainly has been a, uh, such a, a pleasure and, and such really an honor to be here every week uh, to open this space and welcome the community, welcome all of you, uh, as Dave, Damon Dave says, welcoming all cool folk. Um, and you all are very cool folk. The show wouldn't happen without um, the participation of everyone who, who comes through. So um, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful um and uh happy to be here so uh let's see we're gonna play a little more music and then um and and then and then we're gonna see what happens we were th we're, we're hoping maybe feather who's been calling in from standing rock these past several weeks uh we're hoping feather might be able to give us a call in in the next few minutes uh she's kind of been running some t uh, on she's been on running some errands um but she's been camping out uh with the lakota up there in north dakota at the standing rocks uh sioux sacred stone camp the city sakawin camp because um, the people aren't leaving folks because they know that if the, as soon as they turn their back all, all these uh slime balls who wanted to go in for the first place are going to try to do what they came to do so they can make their own profit um but so uh i, I don't think that they're, they're going to get what they they want and they're certainly not going to get it without a continued resistance um uh, from the thousands of people who've been out there uh supporting and being water protectors um and uh that's the love folks
porque luego lo echaré todo a rodar Te quiero, aunque sabes que no es por tu dinero, no Y si quieres te demuestro, yo me subo a un avión y me tiro de cabeza por ti no sé qué haremos, decírselo a quién, no sé si está mal o bien. Martina, yo te escribo esta canción porque lo siento, porque nadie ha dibujado ese momento, y si hay alguien esperándome eres tú, y si hay alguien esperándome eres tú. Si hay alguien esperándome eres tú No sé qué haremos, decírselo a quién No sé si está mal o bien si te veo a lo mejor no me atrevo Pues siempre he controlado en el misterio de hablar Simplemente ese día llegará Simplemente ese día llegará Supongo que al momento llegará desesperado No será tarde para ti, abro el regalo cuando veas, cuando escuches mi canción Cuando escuches, cuando cante mi canción Cuando escuches, cuando cante mi canción
caricias yo estaría abocado al deseo y tu amor de ordenadores no cambia el escenario principal Tumba blues haremos el amor Tumba blues al hilo del calor Tumba blues como te quiero nena Tumba blues Tumba blues Alright Tumba blues has a little music from Santi Anjou. He was here a couple weeks back. Uh, you might see him playing around town. He uh, he does run around and do a little little busking circuit. But he, he came through a couple weeks ago and was generous enough to give us his uh, CD called Zurich. And that's uh, some real nice music. I've been listening to it at home. But I, yeah, I brought it today because it was right there at hand. And speaking of things at hand... Um, we're going to talk about, make a couple more announcements about uh, some events that are happening coming up this weekend. <laughs> Richard's, Richard's having a moment, a, a senior, a little senior moment. Well, because I want to, I want to lay a little praise on the owner of Lorena, and I'm having a senior moment. Ah. Uh, but uh, the reason I brought Lorena up is also tomorrow night, uh, between seven and nine. Uh, La, uh, Rainier Bakery is going to be holding an event as well, uh, and one of the people who's coming through is going to be Jose Cuellar, uh, Dr. Loco from Dr. Loco. Oh, yeah. oh cool. Uh, and he's going to be playing indigenous flutes, wow. uh, and if you've never seen him do it, it's a real treat. Yeah. And he also lets you know how it feels how, when he's playing, he'll tell you sometimes that, wow, that just resonates here, and you know. Because I've heard him talk about it, and it's really, really kind of nice. And where's Lorena again? Lorena is two blocks, uh, two doors down to the east of Adobe Books. Okay, very, very. Same side of the street, two doors down to the east. And he'll be there at seven. Yeah. Well, he's going to be in there between seven and nine. There's a bunch of other things, but I'm sorry. Oh well, we don't need it. I'm sure it's all going to be great. All good. All going to be good. And so we have it also at uh, Alicat. We have. Or is it Adobe? Something's going on at Adobe, or. Okay, what's happening there tomorrow well, night? Well, you guys were talking about that earlier. Uh, um, are they having a, an event uh, for a ghost ship, a dance? Oh, yeah, oh did I? Like um, that's happening at where? What? Where are my? Where are my notes here? Um, that event is happening at Alley Cat Books that's on right. Monday. Oh, it is on, on but Monday. on Monday. On Monday, on Monday well, evening. What's, what's going on in Adobe Books? I don't. I don't know. I don't I know. I heard Adobe, but mentioned. They have stuff happening from time to time. Well, he was talking about things Friday and Saturday, so Monday didn't come into play when he was announcing. Hmm. Okay, well, Friday I'm going to, Friday's tonight, or something else happening. I forgot. What's happy for me that this is going to be the uh, uh, Better Ado Party for John Avalos, Hmm. who has lent a hand with us so many times, who's lending a hand uh, for us who uh, are living in these underground collectives. He's the one who made sure he and uh, his... uh, uh, who made sure that the, uh, and his uh, left-handed Jeremy, Jeremy's whose uh, bluegrass band, remember they came and played at my B-Day party. Right, at, at yeah. At Adobe Books. Well, he's lending a hand. Tonight is a, uh, is a party up at, I'll get it, but it's up uh, Mission Street in District 11 at a wine bar called Sip and, Sa- Sip, Sip and Serve or something. That's happening tonight. It's starting at 6. I'm going to be going over there, and we're going to, and uh, it's all to be continued. Wherever you happen to be, to be continued. Poems under the dome, to be continued. To be continued. Uh, 
Did you do? Do you ever get to? I keep missing. There's one that I started out, was taken up uh, at the Park Branch Library, which I named called "On the Page and Off the Page." It's still there. It's still there. Yeah, uh, Richard, and, and Richard Ivanhoe, and they do it. And they bring food. Richard and Cat uh, Ivanhoe, another important duo in our thing. Absolutely, and actually, they always have the monthly um, Haight Ashbury Peace Vigil, and. Um, that is going to be happening next Friday, uh, December 23rd, 6 to 8 p.m. That happens at the corner of Masonic and Fell in the Panhandle. Uh, and uh, that's Richard and Richard Ivanhoe and Kat um, host that every month. And so uh, this month, the Haight-Ashbury Peace Vigil will be held on the fourth Friday of the month, December 23rd. At the corner of Masonic and Fell in the Panhandle. We'll have our usual signs, music, candles, and snacks. Join us for the whole two hours or just five minutes. Everyone is welcome. Sunset is now before 5 p.m., so this will be an entirely nighttime vigil. The forecast is for clear skies and temperatures in the upper 40s, so please dress for the weather. And then they will return to the third Friday of the month starting in January, and that'll be January 20th. So, um, yeah, the hate Ashbury Peace Vigil is not nice. Do you know what the event's called uh, over the weekend uh, that's happening in the mission? The one, the, the Rainier, the other side here. You said you had some information. You didn't. Mm-mm. How about, can you pull up, uh, can you pull up Adobe and see their events on Saturday? Well, let's see if Adobe Books has anything going on on Saturday. No, well, you know, Adobe Books usually has something going on, so it makes sense. The good news is that Lorena and Lorena Bakery and Adobe Books and Alley Cat Books are all on the same street. Yeah, and it's supposed to be happening in one of those uh, beauty parlors there. There's something uh, uh, that's going to be happening there, too, and I'm sorry. Um, I, I just focused in on the uh, Lorena thing that I was going to show up at. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's a reading at Adobe Books on Sunday. Uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. Um, Reina J. Leon, uh, Cave Ca- uh, it's going to be there on Sunday at 5. Um, poet. And, uh, but I didn't see anything for Saturday, but you never know. Maybe that was Alley Cat and that's what it's supposed to be. Because I know they were talking about dancing. Mm. Dancing too. Well, that's dance. The dance of life. Well, well, it's been a a pretty exciting like week or so. Like last weekend, we'll we'll recap. Um, I went out to uh, the uh, Cafe International on Friday night, and uh, so Clyde Clyde always was was hosting um, kind of a raucous uh, night at Cafe International in Lower Haight. That was a lot of fun. Um, Then uh, Sunday uh, featured at. Gears Turning Poetry, Kim Shuck's reading series that moved uh, from Modern Times books, which sadly closed, but it had moved over to uh, Pathos on Harrison, which is a really beautiful space. And then uh, the Word Party, uh, Poetry and Jazz, which is now back in action, um, that happened on Monday evening at Piano Fight down on uh, Taylor Street. And Taylor and Eddie, and that was that was a raucous night. That was a really fun time. Uh, <laughs> some great performances, and there were people dancing. I mean, you ever really dance to poetry? Come on, yeah. uh, that it happens, folks. It happens here. Oh, I know what I had. I know what Saturday was. Saturday evening, um, 
Uh, we went to the opening of this place called, it's a bar in the Hotel Des Arts, which is on Bush Street, right near the Chinatown Gate. Uh, the Hotel Des Arts has all these different rooms that were designed by different artists from around the world. Um, and so there's a, 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 they had the grand opening of the new bar in there called Bar Fluxus. Well, I heard that, I saw that. And the reason we, we went down there is because uh, Jonathan Siegel, our friend, poet, and proprietor of everyone's most beloved space, Viracocha, um, designed Bar Fluxus. And it's a really uh, unique and funky space. It's, it's brand new, but it feels like it's been lived in. There's um, a really nice stage, and then there's a piano in the back with a, kind of like a backstage in the back of the room um it's a funky spot um so if you're ever downtown there's going to be have they're going to have uh, a lot of events there um most of which are going to be free in terms of when they have musicians and, and performances there so um if you if you love jonathan siegel um uh, go check out the space that he he was brought on to design there bar fluxus uh in the hotel des art apparently fluxus was a an art movement in the 60s and 70s exactly. that was kind of kind of a little bit like dadaism a little bit of um the uh, you know bent of the absurd or the uh, repurposing of uh you know various objects and things it's a it's it's a cool spot yeah i came out of uh uh came out of greenwich village back then and they write it has a data connection well, tell me, Jonathan Siegel, was he there? He was there for the opening evening. Yes, but he was. But he's living in Berlin or something. Or he's, he's no, no, else. no. Jonathan Siegel's an international there. man of mystery, but he that's is true. back in the Bay Area, and that's all I feel comfortable saying. Uh, but but uh, he did come out to Word Party. Yeah, so we're... Uh, the, I, I, I kind of think of him as a bit of a Willy Wonka character because when Viracocha closed as a venue, you know, is managed by him, I was like, you know what? You just watch. One of these days, we'll never, we're never going to see it coming. You're going to see some, you know, the smokestacks are going to go on again and Jonathan Ziegler is going to pop up somewhere. And it turns out he, was, he spent the past four and a half months designing Bar Fluxus at the Hotel Des Arts. And um, so... Always, uh, always exciting to to have uh, new performance spaces in San Francisco. Hey, uh, just looking at my Facebook page. Yeah. And today is uh, David Meltzer. Do you know David Meltzer? Yeah, yeah. What's his B day? He and I really started out together. Well, in, in Greenwich Village, I mean, in uh, at the bagel shop in North Beach in 1957, when he came up uh, as an advanced person for a uh, theater. That had come out of uh, L.A., and if we could find some David Meltzer, uh, Meltzer that'd be a good thing to do, because he's a fine poet, and, uh, and certainly he was a and he was around that time, that that time when we were called Beatniks, up and down Grant Avenue, uh, at the bagel shop. That's where I first got to know Meltzer as a young guy. I believe he's 80 this year. I think he's turned 80. He's a little older than I am. It would be nice to hear some Dave Meltzer, if you could. Well, we can do that if we can. We will see. <laughs> uh, not, he's not the only Dave Meltzer in the world, so we've got... Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. See, we, 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 we source our, our music from, from free from the Internet. Yeah, he had a, uh, or, he had a or from what people give us. Tina. They had a band back, uh, that came out uh, back in the time when bands were coming out of the hate... Even earlier, 
but it's also he's an amazing and a really good poet. If you have some David Meltzer, I would love this. And Here he is. Happy birthday, happy birthday, David. Happy birthday. So here's David Meltzer reading his poem called Brother. This is a poem uh, that was written uh, 29 years ago. Uh, and tell me if things are different. Yeah. I'll challenge you, use, you know. There's a poem called Brother. Brother died. There was no choice. Brother died in bed, a radio near his head, repeating rosary news of a word world, abbreviated fragments, casualties, stocks, weather reports, traffic jams, sports equations, died without thought of power, died with a name nobody knew but we who buried it. Brother died devoured, alarming what was left of his body, bones shattered by plague and abundance, tongue and nerves retracted, shrunk by the touch of all of it, too painful, unmythic death, no martyr, brother died for no known cause, slowly died before us, we don't know why. Brother came home that summer, stung by insight so right it stopped him, drew blood from his veins, reduced him to a gnome, bent over in silence on the bed like a pea pod. We let clean sheets fall gently on his body, not to break anything, it was that bad. Shades drawn, then double drawn, always night. The radio repeating news 24 hours a day, except Sunday, when prophecy, redemption, damnation choirs made brothers suffocate, scream into rubber foam-filled pillows. His mouth tore at like a dog. Brother died, there was no choice. Brother returned from war with secrets he never told. Everyone asking, how did it feel? How many did you kill? Did you see their faces? He never told them anything, but asked about wheat and rock and roll. Stop eating meat, such a mystery upon his face it froze there. Nights, the garden roared open and lovers ran off in panic. Mortar shells lit freeways. He wouldn't eat shellfish. They were scavengers, insides filled with curls and ribbons of poison. Brother bought a Bible which led him to Market Street to preach apocalypse to nobody, passing around him like a lighthouse. Everyone going elsewhere while junkies and crazies watched brother preach, reaching for light beyond ruin. Brother at full moon buried the Bible wrapped in the flag of yesterday's newspaper. Brother awoke to shave his head, eyebrows, pubic hairs. Brother sat naked in the backyard for days until hair sprouts like occult runes reappeared upon his gaunt body. Brother marched with others into a city and saw himself on TV in a cell 
a self-announced angel pulled off his pants. They had to stuff a sock in his mouth. Everyone took turns. Brother lost count. Basic numbers erased at the bank. He couldn't remember his social security number. And when the phone was put before him like a blue plate special, he blanked out his home number. They didn't know what to say to him. Not even the bank president yelling in his ear could break the silence of vanishing numbers racing down the drain, even his address, then his name, stammering, letters, numbers, memory emptying out. He made sounds they turned away from. Speed popping attendants clanked a gurney into the bank. Nobody blinked as they strapped brother down. Four TV cameras memorized it. Brother, the lamb, repaired, returned to us in a wheelchair a hunger to build a 10 by 10 shed in the backyard, paint murals on the walls, read through a stack of paperbacks bought from a new age bookshop, heal and return to life, all systems cleansed, complete, blank page, ready and able, Sila, Sila, brother died. We know not why, there was no choice. Brother died in bed, a radio near his head, repeating rosary news of a weird world 24 hours a day, abbreviated fragments, casualties, stock market, weather report, traffic jams, body count, sports, equations, child mutilation, decapitation, husband tears wife apart, wife rips out his tongue, nuns raped, Dogs rat poisoned, suicide club crashes, rented plane into Mount Rushmore, church bug state, Buddha incorporates it's all real estate. Electricity turns hair white, castrates 22 teenage boys, buries their pale bodies in backyard lime pit, birth rate exploding, expanding universe, black blood drunk, neat with gin back in Rhodesia, white blood used for sign paint. Arabs eat flies in endless marketplace of empty bowls. Chinese on the march, 20 million strong. Ultimate weapon carried along the Great Wall's spine. Multinational empires sneak away to Shangri-La. The Pentagon's lowered into underground caves, turned sideways into atomic nautilus, manned by Captain Nemo, 24 hours a day, repeating rosary news of the world near his head. In bed, brother died. Brother died. We knew he would. There was no choice. Brother in his shed tracked words to roots. No difference between barbarian or wizard. One clan scales the pyramid of another, plants a flag into the king's cracked skull. Brother went with tape recorder to street corners, asking questions nobody answered. What difference does it make? Nobody stands a chance, they said. Nazi or Maccabee, none less noble than the other. Brother tiring, brother wearing down. Brother
brother came home that summer, stunned by insight so right it stopped him, drew blood from his veins, bent over gnome in the bed, pea pod, we let clean sheets gently fall on his body, not to break anything, the pain was that bad. Burned from within, shades double drawn, always night, the radio on, 24 hours, brother remained silent, eyes open until they shut, sheets soaked with pallet of bodies collapse, died, there was no choice, we know not why, nobody on heaven, on earth, to remember brother. Everyone takes turns forgetting, numbers and letters forgetting, faces and shapes. 24 hours a day I cannot forget. Brother died. There was no choice. Thank you. That'd be my brother, my brother, uh, David Meltzer. I believe he's turned 80 today. He and I are the same generation that have come out of North Beach the generation of 1957. And here we are still at it, still carrying on. So hey, David, happy birthday, brother. And hey, folks, we've been continuing. I'm going to go to uh, the John Avalos's, it's called John Avalos's Swan Song. <laughs> and that's going to be at the sip and so at a wine bar I believe, let me see if I can find it but meanwhile go ahead uh, Val, thanks for coming, thanks for joining us thanks for coming by for, uh, people to be continued yes, thank you everybody for your participation for being a part of this great show this great station um, and uh, <clears throat> I've got a poem too um, it's called Come Home My Brother and um I wrote it thinking about the veterans who went out to support the Standing Rock camp in North Dakota, uh, the thousands of American veterans uh, from around the country who went out there unarmed in the spirit of nonviolent protest uh, to act, as they said, as a human shield between uh, for the water protectors um, and standing between them and the law enforcement agencies that came out and were so have been so brutal uh, against these unarmed water protectors uh, standing there, um, and uh, and and fighting for the protection of, of all waters, not just that one spot, but what it means. Um, and then, um, so the veterans went out there en masse, uh, and then. Um, you know, issued their own apology, uh, asking for forgiveness for all of the atrocities that the American government and thereby the arms of the uh, American military um, have, uh, you know, have have brought upon the native people, the indigenous people of North America, and the the veterans uh, issued an apology, got down on their knees asked for forgiveness and um, the elders 
of the Lakota uh, were gracious enough to accept. And it's that kind of reconciliation, that kind of solidarity uh, that's going to bring healing to the world. Um, it makes me think of what happened in South Africa after apartheid. They, would ha they had the reconciliation trials um, where they brought, you know, the inf enforcers of the, the Afrikaans, of, of uh, the enforcers of the apartheid before the people, and the people were able to address them. And, um, and it, was a, it was a dialogue. And, um, and that's the kind of healing that humans are capable of uh, so we can move forward because certainly war isn't going to do it for us. Um, all those poor people inundated and, and bombarded, literally bombarded uh, right now in Aleppo in Syria, um, people losing their families, their homes, their lives. The, it's, it's a real human tragedy and, um, you know, wars and, and the, the quest for power uh, are certainly not bringing us any, you know, really, truly profitable ends. Um, it's just a, a greed game, and it's very sad. But uh, the veterans who went out there to support Standing Rock um, were out there on, under their, their oath that they took when they signed up uh, for the military, which is to protect uh, against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And so this poem I wrote uh, is for veterans. And of course, there were women veterans as well, but I was thinking about a particular uh, vet in, in, the, in my life. Um, and just the tragedy of, of, of war, and not only that, but um, even people who were in the military and um, didn't necessarily fight in any uh, battles, they seemed to really come home um, with a, a, a certain instability. So this one is a poem I wrote on the eve of Thanksgiving, incidentally. Come home, my brother, and be at peace. War has flung you far and deep. We'll take the wounds and wrap your feet. Dear brother, we are not your enemy, nor is anybody, if you drop the weaponry and fall gently into understanding arms. For we are one. Wow, we are one. And I, I, did, I remembered, it came to me actually, I look at my Facebook page because there's one going on. We're now almost to the point, isn't this right, Val, of the solstice? That's right, Dave. We're, yeah, it'll and, be this week. And it's a full moon solstice as well. Well, full moon was just, uh, just a couple days ago. Well, that's close enough. The full moon solstice... Uh, I want to put it out there, and the solstice is uh, before all the between the Hanukkah, before the Hanukkah, before the Christmas. Nobody's sure when Jesus was born. <laughs> before the Christmas, all of that was what we're sure about, because it's been going back thousands, goes back into since the inception. I'm talking about the solstice, the shortest day of the year before there were days. It was the solstice, and this is when the uh, when the days get to the the days get longer. And the nights get shorter, and we'll be returning once again. So happy hippie solstice to everybody, <laughs> and I'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. <clears throat> if everybody brings what they have to bring, nobody goes without. Val, so good to have you here. Take it away. 
Thank you, Dave. And thanks, everybody, for listening to the Common Thread Collective. And um, thank you also for listening to Women's Magazine, uh, which happens at 2 o'clock here on Fridays as well. So um, as we go forward, um, as we go through this dark season, as Diamond Dave always says, it's always darkest right before the dawn. And so uh, let's let's see the flip side, folks, uh, because uh, I believe in miracles. And that verse is... expected help will come along like green shoots thrusting through the damp dark earth love will spring anew life will spring anew it's just breaking through the ice well that's pretty appropriate happy solstice everybody
los ojos Vuela hacia mí Resolvamos el misterio No tengas miedo, no Solo sé tú Te confieso un secreto Que hay un lugar Cerca del mar Donde mi amor siempre es eterno En el tiempo No está parado el reloj Pero sé que el amor Amenaza con vientos Sin tener una razón Siempre estuve en mi rincón Abocado al remedio Comprendí la situación Me parece que tú y yo Somos parte de un sueño salido el sol estoy viendo en tu color la mitad de mi juego somos dos islas en un volcán disfrutando del momento yeah, yeah. cierra los ojos vuela hacia mí Resolvamos el misterio No tengas miedo, no Solo sé tú Te confieso un secreto Que hay un lugar Cerca del mar Donde mi amor siempre es eterno En el tiempo
que encontró el destino sin saber que estaba más herido. que otro nido está más que amargado siempre hay una estancia de las dos al otro lado y vuelves a tu rincón sin saber que hay algo
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world. With 
Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Physical merchandise and live music promotion, go to www.subliminal.com. 